Hello, boys! I'm back! In the words of uh, the legendary Randy Quaid there. Anyway, hey y'all, what's happening? This is the Bitchin' Brew podcast, episode numero quattro. Brought to you as ever by Randon's Reviews. My name is Danny Randon and I'll be your host. It's been a little while since episode three, but thank you to all you subscribers out there for hanging in there. If this is your first time listening to Bitchin' Brew, then indeed welcome to you as well. This is a podcast dedicated to capturing conversations with musicians and key players on all levels of the music industry over a cup of tea and some biscuits. So thank you and welcome and I'm glad you could join us. I won't lie, it's been a bit frustrating to have had to wait, uh, you know, this long to put episode four out. I'll try to keep this short because if you follow Ranton's reviews on Facebook, then you'll already know the full story. But also I don't want to be like, you know, oh, woe is me, I had to work, I had to take responsibilities, I had to adult. If you are listening to this on the day it's dropped, which is the 18th of July of the year 2016, I have now finished my diploma in journalism a few days ago. And uh, at first I was able to, you know, keep a real solid balance between doing the podcast and writing on Randon's reviews and for Upset Magazine and doing the course and doing everything else in my life, but I just had to draw the line. It was quite painful, but I had to focus on my exams and it's just something which was inevitable. It had to happen. So I'm really sorry about that, I guess. You know, sorry for having to work to secure my future. We do have a really, really fun episode to come back to, so much so that it does get, you know, a little bit crazy and a little bit silly. My guests on this episode of Bitch and Brew are Milk Teeth. Uh, If you are unaware of the band, they're a four-piece punk, alt-rock, pop, bit of grunge, crossover, predominantly punk from Gloucestershire. Uh, If you are aware of them, then you'll know just what a huge impact they've been making, uh, especially at the start of the year where they dropped their debut album, which is called Vile Child, uh, which is just one of the absolute highlights of the yin. Along with getting a new guitarist and vocalist uh, in Billy Hutton, who replaced their founding member, uh, Josh Bannister, at the start of the year, Um, And since then, they've just been building so much momentum, you know, punching their way out of the underground punk scene and into the mainstream. Uh, This episode was recorded back in May uh, at the Joiners in Southampton on the last night of their UK headline tour. Um, I say at the Joiners, it's actually recorded in their van. Uh, It was very hot and sweaty, but... Uh, Really good fun. It was a great show, which again was hot and sweaty, and I stage-dived a couple of times and got dropped on my ass more times than I care to mention. Um, To adhere to the uh, podcast theme of talking over tea, I did make tea for them all, Um, but then as we were about to record, the band had to sound check, so all the tea was drunk before we started recording. Instead of just, you know, making more tea, which we could have done, uh, the band's rider beers turned up and we thought, for some fucking stupid reason, that it'd be really cool for me to shotgun a can of beer to sort of open up the episode, a can of Red Stripe, which was a pretty big can, and I'd never done it before. It kind of explains the first minute or two of the recording where all you can hear is me sucking beer out of a hole in a can uh, while the band is sort of egging me on. Uh, It's quite disgusting sounding, but I have edited a lot of it out to sort of spare you from that. Uh, From there, we chat about the album, we chat about the tour, uh, we chat about Billy's entrance into the band and sort of the natural uh, progression in their sound. They've allowed to embrace their sort of pop roots and influences a lot more. Um, And a lot of the podcasts, we talk about the band's first tour in America with Sorority Noise, Turnover and Citizen, which they just got back from before touring the UK. Um, I absolutely love America 
Um, and if you don't get it from this podcast, then I love American food as well. So there's lots of chat about that. Um, I'm starting to find these nice little you know, cool continuing narratives, because I guess we touched upon American food in the podcast with Ross Drummond from Cheap Meat as well. Uh, But anyway, thanks for tuning in. It's going to get a little crazy, but like I said, it was really fun to record. This is Bitch and Brew, episode number four, with Milk Teeth. Oh, and um, special guest shout out Nick Suchak of Anabasis Media, who is uh, Milk Teeth's touring photographer and a wicked cool guy who was sitting in on the recording as well. So yeah, here we go. So we are recording. Billy, do you want to hold this? Hello! Hello, internet. Alright, so right at the bottom. Do it, like, there, so that way it's... Okay, so what, like, about a third way up? explain what you're doing. Alright, so, if you've got hold hands, Okay. That's what you want to do, use this. Okay. Hold it there, like that. Mm-hmm. And she's that as leverage to... Okay. First that, and then... Okay, cool. It's cool. So, as opposed to drinking tea on the Bitch and Brew, this may go horribly wrong and end the short podcast incredibly early, but I will use... You're going to be drunk, this is good. There you go. There you are, over your mouth. Now pull the top. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no! Keep going, keep going, keep going! This is the start of a great night. <laughs> That's a big old can as well. Yeah, fair play. So your first shotgun doing a big one. Looks like he's going to pass out. <laughs> yeah, that was sick. Yes, boy. Yes, boy. Right. So I'm that's a good start to the I podcast. Towel, How are you feeling? Oh, I feel dreadful. <laughs> Excellent start to a podcast. Yeah. Becky, you're on an interview. Hello. <laughs> yeah, that is definitely... Uh, First, and well, to be fair, <laughs> last. Um, yeah, <laughs> I don't think. Well, Let's not do it. We do like a smaller can. It's definitely make a biggest hole you can. It's just gone in seconds. Yeah, yeah. turn next. So, yeah, back shotgun was... a bottle of coke. Yeah. <laughs> no, shotgun this. <laughs> Storpedo, a bottle of rum. Straight through the glass. Yeah. <laughs> oh, just break it, yeah. <laughs> Ollie. I'm so sorry if I throw up on you, dude. Oh, it's all right. <laughs> I smell worse than that right now. So. You're going to get sweaty tits for this sort of day. Yeah, yeah, you've got a carpet on your fucking chest. Oh, no. Well, two carpets. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is definitely the weirdest intro to the Bitch and Brew podcast, but we decided to have a little love-in in Milk Teeth's van. It was originally meant to be with uh, Becky and Billy, but we've all decided to join the, join the podcast. So, hey, hey. Hello. It's also the key members. <laughs> <laughs> shall, we, shall we go around the van and, like, uh, uh, so to my top right, I have Chris Webb, guitarist Hello. of Milk Teeth and founder of Gorming during Soundcheck. <laughs> <laughs> also to my right, yeah. we have... Oi, oi. <laughs> Don't say it. Oi, oi. did not have sex. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, yeah. Also, hi. <laughs> hi, Ollie. So, Ollie plays drums in Milk Teeth and is the face... Or the the head, should I say, of the hard boiled egg can? To my left, I have Billy Hutton, Aye. who sings and plays guitar in Milk Teeth, <coughs> and is the founder of Hutton's Hair Appreciation Society. Yeah, I bitch. Of course you do, Web. Where should put the altar of hair? Everyone appreciates it, but you and me. 
Hard boiled till I die. You've got to say You've grown some hair since then. I think you just shaved it. It's a bicket, mate. How, how's, it, how's your facial hair growth? Uh, Strong. Kind of, yeah. Necky. I lost, Neck. I, I think, Necky. <laughs> I broke my razor, so I haven't shaved. I think, I think you should, I like... I think you should, like, grow a Bronson moustache. A Bronson moustache. Be- before you go on stage tonight. Imagine. Or, like, sh- <laughs> push it out and dress him like... Shave your head, butt neck. <laughs> shave it shave... enough, it might grow. Yeah. Has anyone got an earmac for his neck? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. And, um, and directly in front of me, I have Becky Blomfield, who plays bass and sings Bonjour. in Milk Teeth. And I can't think of... Uh, like a, a little full of rage, full of rage. Full of rage. I love that. That's my only defining feature. It's kind oh of no, depressing. she's lovely. <laughs> With us is. Yeah. And it's yeah. not only milk teeth in the van. We also have Nick Suchak, uh, yeah. Yeah. photographer extraordinaire. <laughs> photographer extraordinaire. <laughs> and you actually pronounce it shushu. Shushu. <laughs> <laughs> and he's also known as Alt Boy with tattoos. Yeah. Alt <laughs> <laughs> Strong. And, and best man in the world as well. And awesome. the best looking on every tour we yeah, ever go on. Best looking it's depressing. Every time I wake up and look at him, I'm like, fuck's sake. He does have a gorgeous face. Look at him, he's a dreamboat. Photographer extraordinaire. Slash dreamboat. <laughs> and keeper of the key to my heart. Oh, He's taken. <laughs> Don't care, he's still my bae. That's enough oh, oil for one bae. Stop rain. flirting everybody! <laughs> so, we did, so we did have some tea. We yeah. did, yeah. to oh, kind of keep, right keep in line with, with the podcast. It was Ollie, really good tea. It was, it was lovely tea. Thanks, because because, because oh, I made that, it. How was that random tea you had? So or? yeah, I got Twining's Golden Darjeeling. Again, we're not sponsored. Um... <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. it, it was lovely. I, I, I would give tasting notes, but I left the little tea packet upstairs. Ten wow. out of ten wood tea again? Uh, I'd say I'd say it's a solid eight. A solid eight. Solid eight. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, not That's bad. Like I, I probably would tea again if I got the chance. That's if like it's in the cupboard, you know, you're feeling a bit... You know, exactly. Also, what would you yeah, give so. like a standard PG tips tea? Ten out of ten? Ten out of ten. <coughs> no, I'd give, it, I'd give it a three. Oh, Ollie! <laughs> Everyone else, everyone else was pretty boring on the tea front or coffee front in Nick's case, but yeah. Ollie had the Twinings orange, mango, and yeah, cinnamon. That sounds fucking gross. Why would you get that when you get regular tea? It's not boring. It's just really? English. Is it? There's only one tea. Yeah. No, no, it's it's you're like the the monkey in the PG Tips ad. <coughs> yeah. We've been in America so long. We miss tea. We're catching up. This is something I wanted to talk about because, like, last um. Last day of tour. We're in Southampton, by the way. You're playing the joiners tonight. Ooh! Sunny Southampton. Yeah, buddy. The, the, the fuck boys are out in their thousands today. <laughs> walking down, walking down the high street today was just grim because there was just so many fuck boys. That's every day in Southampton, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. Oh. That's a par. Nick confirmed. Oh, confirmed. Link so much. <laughs> podcast. Yeah, I do like Southampton. Oh, oh we Sorry. don't have we don't have biscuits, by the way, but we do have vegetarian Haribo. Yeah. I don't know where we got biscuits. Yeah, we do. There we are. Oh, you legend! We have best food at Jordan's. Yeah. <laughs> that we're missing. Got a, little, a bev and a biscuit. I do not want that. Do you reckon we get a biscuit? That usual combination. Oh, look at that dog. Yeah, we're, we're, we're not quite at the Jordan's right now, but are you grumpy because you haven't had food? No, no. I'm just letting everyone know. <laughs> Dad. It's alright, Dad. <laughs> 
<laughs> Chris, I don't picture you as being the dad on tour. No, everyone else is just a mum. So no, <laughs> no, Becky and Chris are mum and dad. And then Sometimes. We're the grumpy And then children. we have our nights off and they're all like, oh my god, you're all drunk. That's <laughs> Chris is always drunk. Everyone, it's you and the other night off. <laughs> Is it you and Chris who are drunk and it's kind of like kids at New Year's parties where you're allowed like a second glass of Well, flirt. they're getting old now, so a glass of wine well, doesn't worry. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, let's talk about America. Yeah. yeah. Because... It was, USA! It was hot. It was hot. It was, it was very, very hot. warm. But it was sick. Couldn't believe the reaction we got over there. It was just phenomenal. Really It was the it. dream. Like, we got to play to loads of new kids every night and most of them liked it. At least 40%. At least 40%. Other than the kids that walk past the van when me and Mike, our driver, were sitting, they walk past in, fuck, fuck your milk teeths. I was like, what? What does that even fucking mean, milk teeths? They, they okay. were in, in the 60%, but there was yeah. 40%. <laughs> I, was, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, what? Because milk teeth isn't, isn't a phrase out there. They don't understand what milk teeth is. What, what do they call it out there? Baby teeth. <coughs> oh, okay. Sense, or little teeth. Yeah, oh, we're, we're idiots, really. Nah, milk teeth. It was great. Same. Like, a girl on this tour came from America to the London show at Barfly. And like, and mad. a big girl yeah, from Italy, Italy as well. As in well, Florida, like. it's crazy. And, that, and the best show as well. Mm. But like, yeah. it was really weird in America. Like some towns, we'd be so new to them, like that you'd kind of get the blank faces, but then they'd come up after and tell you they really, really liked it. And then there was two shows, Jacksonville and Denver, where it was like playing a hometown show. And we were like, yeah, how have we I, I accumulated saw, fans in like Jacksonville? I saw that someone had uploaded like a video. Where is, um, where is the 1901 no, music? Jackson. Yeah, that, Jacksonville. Was, that show was insane. That was, was mad. Kids, up the, on the stage kids like stage seconds. diving yeah. like the second you guys kicked into brain food. I like watch watch that set and like when we did the last song. I was like, it, yeah, it puts like hairs on mm. your neck. <laughs> I don't know. Yes. You don't need any more hair yeah, on your neck, mate. <laughs> yeah, so you you uh, you stage dived at Barfly the other yeah. night in London. Yeah. And was... got some glaring looks from your management. Yeah. Well, it was a bit terrifying. I thought, you know what? It's on my bucket list tonight. It's a good night. I'll do it. And then they kind of pushed. I was like, I'll do a little one. Hopefully, come back after a little yeah, all the way brief to the back of the room. A brief dive, and then. Went all the way back to the bar, and I thought I was going to see the bottom end of a Foster's keg, but <laughs> Tom Denson shout out saved me, whilst also glaring at me like, "Don't do it, boy, don't do it." The best about last one was definitely the confetti cannons. Oh yeah, which I'm not sure we were allowed in the venue or not, but we did, but anyway. We did it anyway. Ian wanted to buy like party poppers or something. They were too expensive, so he thought to buy two big confetti cannons. So I was just hold, twist, and it just goes. It was so sick. Hold up, so. Ian thought to buy party poppers <laughs> and bought a confetti cannon. Yeah, How, and what? he made a better because, decision, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. What? Because it was so the party poppers were enough, more expensive yeah. than getting a confetti cannon. How the fuck does that work? I don't know, but they were more expensive. They were like six I'm not quid in the for business, ten, though. and we got two confetti cannons for a fiver each. Didn't we? Something it was <laughs> sick. Yeah. So we've got a couple of our mates just on the last one to come either side of the stage, just have it large. Yeah, there's a video of it on the internet. On the, internet. on the internet. On the internet. On the webs. As filmed by photographer Nick extraordinaire. Nick Shush. Nick Shush. Nick Shushak. Shushak Redemption. Nick Shushak. <laughs> 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 we never thought of that. I'm just going to pretend they say racist, guys. <laughs> Casual, it's fine. Casual racism. I'm going to have another biscuit. It's not fine. <laughs> that is not fine. It is not fine. Way, we are fully no, against that. Just to clarify. You can just take the piss out of Nick and it's fine. <coughs> yeah. 
they weren't joking about it being hot in here. Yeah. I don't know whether it's just. Well, a got beds in as well. Go so further like, back there. It gets warm. All the tents were fucking. I slept furnace. in there today and I woke up just really in a uh, ball of sweat. Chocolate chips are in that biscuit. Fuck. <laughs> Nick. You look Nick. Out, Nick. 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 I don't know if anyone's ever told you about how podcasts work. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. I can't see. right, right. So, Nick, I know you have, you've taken a bite out of that biscuit, but when we take a photo at the end of this podcast, yeah. you are you, you say save that cookie. Have another oh, one. What? Yeah, I'll take it over right now. And uh, yeah. Yeah, get a picture. No, save it cuz like right, I'll save the biscuit. Save the biscuit. Do you want us to go back to America? Yes, please. Right, so it was great. America was great. It was one of the hardest things we've ever done stamina wise because it was six and a half fucking weeks. Um but we, like the shows were amazing and we got to see loads of cool stuff too. So that yeah. was exactly. I think that's the most amount of tourist shit we've ever done on a yeah. tour. Grand Canyon, Niagara Falls, uh, Rainbow Forest, Crater Lake. Crater Lake. Crater Lake. Where else did we go? We on? stayed with a couple that had an eyeless dog, which sounds really scary, but it was the cutest thing in the world. An oh, a dog! Oh, it's in a dog, dog with no, no eyes. Conan. Yeah. Conan. Conan. Cohen. Cohen. Yeah, he had like the old uh, previous owners just didn't treat it very well. It had like an infection <coughs> in its eye, <coughs> and it had to have eyes removed. Quite strange because it had fur inside over. the eye sockets. Oh, that's but it's it did so not cute. affect the dog at all. He was the best thing ever. Yeah. He was running up and down, jumping on everything. Me and Billy would just laid out with him, like springing. He had like on the bed, put his feet up on the counter, and drank tea out of the woman's mug. Yeah. yeah. What he do is that he was like, you say a word, like say his name. He would just be looking around. So you say his name, he just jumps on you. Yeah. It's great. So cute. Hello. Hello, Nick. <laughs> that is absolutely um, great. Um. So. With 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 Cohen was it yeah, the blind dog? I think so. Um, so I remember seeing this on uh, Paul O'Grady's for the love of dogs. Nice. But there was a pug on there. I can't remember her name. <coughs> she was this gorgeous little pug yeah. um, who was blind, mm-hmm. and she kept walking into things. Aww. So what they did uh, for the love of it might have even been super vet. I'm not sure. Yeah. <laughs> Either one of the two. Great shoes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Shout out. <laughs> they both shit me up basically. Oh. Um, they they made like this ring that they basically fit to uh, the harness mm-hmm. on the pug. Oh, so when it goes to a closer thing, like yeah, yeah, and it's got it's like a something. it's like a plastic ring so that when it touches like oh, a surface about that. a foot away. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah, so how, how did that kind of... So was Cohen able to... You genuinely would have no idea. Yeah, I think because he, he knew the no layout of the eyes. house. No idea. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think he knew the layout of the house, so he just sort of just... He was good. Yeah, yeah I, mean, he like, I didn't see him bumping to the, the only time he ever did it was like when he was jumping around on the bed with us and like occasionally he would just like fall off, but he'd be all right. Like. If I had no eyes, I'd be fucking terrified and he just loved everybody. Yeah, he, he was, was the best boy. dog ever. Yeah. And then there's that, what was the other dog? There's like a really fat dog as well. Called could, Alabama. It was just sort of like, just like we have this Jack Russell that was just running around everywhere and then this really fat dog was trying to follow, just like lumping <laughs> about. Was what sort of dog was it? I think he was like. Is it like a bulldog? Wasn't he like a terrier Jack Russell cross or something like that? What, the big black one? No, the big one wasn't. The big fat one wasn't. A big ears, didn't he? He had big floppy ears. No, I don't think so. I, I can't remember. He looked kind of like a stuffed like a yeah. And the thing. couple cooked us banana pancakes for breakfast. Oh, that was sick. <laughs> and they're like the proper pancakes as well. Because when we do pancake day over here, it's... Crepes. Yeah, saying yeah, that, basically. Saying that, I do prefer like English pancakes. Because American pancakes are great, 
but they're so sweet. Like you literally have two, and you're just like, fuck. Oh god, yeah. Fuck American bread. Their bread is foul. So yeah. sweet. It's like eating you a donut. And plus, it's like Even they don't like do crusty bread. bread. Like that it doesn't exist. They don't do crusty bread in like Walmart. What? So like, imagine you, know, you, you see the loaf of bread. Yeah, yeah. And just imagine a sliced up donut. Yeah. That's what it tastes like. Just a plain. Without the fry. Yeah. Just all starch. Just foul. Just, yeah. <coughs> yeah, it wasn't great. But um, we all I do put on miss. We a bit of weight except Billy because he's blessed. What else blessed. do we <laughs> Blessed with metabolism. I did spend over yeah. almost three hundred dollars on Chipotle. Yeah, to be fair. Yeah, to be fair. Is the Mexican food over there it's a lot we more popular than here? It, yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's the boy. I love it. So you much Mexican be, food. So I say healthy. Semi healthy. It's better than McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> queso as well. I miss queso so much, which is just like yeah, Chris and Ollie cheese. would get like a. Like maybe like half a pint of this what? fucking cheese sauce. <laughs> sort of cheese, if you don't so eat what? quick enough, it went it like went hard. So what? Queso is kind of like this. What? It's, it's like chili cheese. Chocolate. You know, like chocolate. macaroni cheese. It's like, like a white cheese sauce. Yeah. Fondue it's just like cheese. cheese. Oh, okay. I With thought like you meant like it was in. like a fast food chain called Queso. Oh, no, no, no. It's like you go into like Moe's or something. You get a burrito and then you get a pot of queso and you get some nachos and it's the fucking bollocks. <laughs> like honestly, <laughs> I would like. It's way cheaper over there though, which is cool. I mean, cool. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. But go for like shopping generally or something like that, like food shopping, fucking expensive. Don't even try and be healthy in America. Like we went no. to a Whole Foods and... You need an we're... insurance policy. Just yeah, you need a, a mortgage salad. just yeah. to get some food. Well, because... Um, mortgage. Because Austin from Turnover, who is an awesome guy. Mm. Yeah, they were so sweet to us, man. Like, we couldn't thank them mm. and Citizen Enough and Sora and Oyster were just like... Because, I mean, you tour America, but those guys, every single band hooked us up with, like, places like, to stay. Like, Noise lent us but, all gear, yeah. Yeah. so yeah, we couldn't have even done that all that. And whenever, there'd be times where all of our gear would fuck up somewhere, and they'd be straight on the case, yeah. fixing it, it and sorting it out. Yeah. Turnover, like, showed us everywhere to go in the States. Like, they took us from They even helped us out with the hotel, because they wanted us to stay in the same <coughs> hotel. And they were just like, yeah. we can help you out, don't worry about it. And they like everyone like just in general as people like was the sweetest. Like Eric Susi is probably one of the greatest oh, humans man, I've ever yeah. met. Like, I do, I do. He's love such Eric. a sweetheart, man. Do like shout out to that guy. And Cam from Sorority Night. Yeah, I've had the pleasure of meeting. So but have you guys seen that modern baseball documentary yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yes. it mentions Cam in it. Like, yeah, and it's yeah like, they live together. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, that's, oh no and they idea. Run, they run a studio together as well, I think. Don't yeah, Cam yeah. is absolutely great. He's always there for like. If you're feeling down on advice, he's always really good at someone that can give you advice on things. Yeah. Like he's really so, lovely. if you haven't seen the modern baseball documentary yet, first of all, I don't even care if you pause this fucking thing to go and watch <laughs> the modern baseball documentary. Just take 20 minutes to go and watch it. It's it's, it's pretty hard hitting. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. So, there's a portion on it about how uh, their singer, is it Brendan? I Possibly, think. Yeah. yeah. Or Brandon. I think it's Brandon. Uh, yeah. Um, how he got up on the roof of his house with plans to end his life, which is, you know, horrible stuff. And he got down after, um, after his bandmate just texted him the most sort of banal thing. And the first person he went to was Cam from, Smor from uh, Sorority Noise. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know he was his, his roommate, but... I found a shot of Peter say he was his roommate. Mm. Mm. I can't... Well, Cam's it? quite openly talked about his own struggles with mental health. Yeah, life. and um, the, new e the new EP mm. is, is all about... Yeah, you know the his his friend who sadly you know has gone over to the other side and lost that kind of fight. But um, really, there's always a lovely speech that Camel said every night. He said like his, his problems with his own mental health, and he was like, yeah, this song was basically about dying is not the answer. My my life is more important, more important yeah. than dying. And I, he was actually, <coughs> put like 
shivers down my spine every time he said it because he like he really good with speeches. Mm. And what about the kids out there? Because I've never been to a show. I've been out to America, but I've never been to a show out there. Fucking wild. And yeah, so obviously being the opening band on the tour, it can go either way. Like I've seen bands here in Southampton where you've got five or ten people actually intently watching them. I mean, I've seen you guys here before open on a tour where, Mm. you know, you kind of got the venues like a third a third full but then on the flip side of that I've seen narwhals open here for the story so far a few years ago and the kids are going more mental for narwhals than they were for the headliner that night Um, so it's all about who's trendy yeah Yeah. it was full every night yeah America was like I think being an opening band you will always have shows where it's like because the kids in there heard you so like they want to figure you out they want to stare at you and just like uh, do I like this? Yeah, is it, they is give it you right? a lot more of a chance, I think, in America. Yeah. I mean, like, you care if they don't know you, they ain't gonna bother. Yeah, yeah. like these kids up. were They're super receptive music. and open to listening to new music, and they are there from doors. Kids, you know, yeah. they want to be there from the start of the show. It's pretty much full, like yeah. when, when, whenever we played. Mm-hmm. I think there was only one show for Chicago. That yeah. we had that's mainly of, door stuff. Yeah, like, we had loads of tweets of people. People, the kids were there. They were queuing outside. The door stuff took so long to getting get kids through. in. We had so many tweets after we played with people going like, "I missed your set." I it's missed not your my set. Fault, yeah. We were right, we're in the queue, but we couldn't get in. So, yeah, so we, we, really we, we were lucky and surprised and people I think I don't know if it's because we're British but people were just genuinely really nice over there all the time like you'd go and buy like a burger and somebody would be like oh I love your hair today and I'd just be like thanks like nobody in England yeah, would ever yeah, they, say they, that they, to they, you I got a free burrito because I asked for in Chipotle that thing called sofritas which is I think just tofu and just like spices whatever and they're like oh it's going to be about 5-10 minutes we're just cooking a new patch and I was like fine New patch, new batch. And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Don't mind waiting. They're like, oh, <coughs> do you want a drink while you wait? Like, it's on us. It's fine. And I was like, yeah, okay. So then I went for a drink. I had to drink sitting there. So I think it's come ready. Made it. And then I went to pay. They're like, oh, no, no, no. Don't worry about it. I was like, I only waited like five minutes. Yeah. Like, I got about three grape cider as well. And oh, we yeah. was in Cleveland. I was like, how much is this, mate? And he was like, oh, I'll just have it. Yeah. I was like, eh? Like, and with what? change and stuff, like I, it took me ages to count the money out because I was mm. still trying to figure out the coins because they're all round. If you haven't been to America before, all their coins are basically the same colour. Just various just sizes, round. but you couldn't really have looked. There's no like, distinguishing yeah. features, so I was just there for ages, like I don't know. Gave the guy the money, and he was like, "Oh no, I'll sort this. Like, don't worry about the extra." And he did, guy did that for you as well, actually. When you got pizza and poutine, he said, "Oh, don't worry about the cents." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like people were just nice. Yeah. And um, I think I think I know why all the coins are round. Mm-hmm. I think it's because they can play like um, what is it, touch cup, easier uh, with round coins. Fuck it, it made my life hard. <laughs> <laughs> but what I was going to say with um, with Austin from Turnover, yeah, o- Austin Austin's vegan, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. So how fucking difficult is it to get vegan food out? Are, are you, Billy, um, are you vegan? Yeah, I'm vegan. You're vegan. So how fucking difficult is it to get? Like with the fast food, I don't, in America. I don't, I don't, off Chipotle. Yeah, I, like Chipotle is just as popular as like McDonald's. So it's always like if, there's, if it wasn't Chipotle, there'd be some other Mexican restaurant. You just had to remember <coughs> to eat, didn't you? Like snack and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I did have a couple of days where I didn't. What, 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 what was that day where I like Nashville? No spring. Yeah, Nashville. And I just like didn't. I did. Yeah, I forgot to eat before we played. Basically, like the food we were getting fed at the venue and the, the food was really late. So I was like, fuck it, just play. I'll eat afterwards. Then halfway through the set, I was like, oh, right, I'm going dizzy. As soon as I finished the set, I just went outside, threw up, and like, almost passed out. Surely it's, surely it's Webby that's uh, getting dizzy during gigs, because you're the one with the red stripe right now. <laughs> yeah, he got dizzy because he got drugged at a show yeah, by a security oh. guard. 
This is a good story. Well, yeah, okay. well, a security guard that you thought was a security guard. Just some guy by the stairs. I mentioned in passing I had a headache. He's like, you want me to have one of these? I was like, all right. I just took this pill and I was like, wait, wait a minute. I went back and he was not there. While we, were, while we were playing, I was just looking over at him, he's looking at his going, like, miming, I'm bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> it was very slow. You said everything was in slow motion yeah, while really we played. Weird. He was like, I've been drugged. We were like, what do you mean you've been drugged? And he was like, there was a guy, he was here, and now he's gone and he gave me some tablets. You are off your face. Whatever they did give you, you're having a nice time. I was sober for a long time. Oh, yeah. You say that, but you still. He had a couple of good nights. He didn't break the law at all. I didn't break the law. Not once. I said he had a couple of good nights. Yeah. Yeah. Loads of, of Coca Colas, sugar rushes. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I've Red ever Bull. drank as much. Sucking all the uh, CO2 out of the Is it? Is it? Because they have like sixteen different flavors of Dr Pepper. Yeah, so right? I'm not a big Dr Pepper fan, but for some reason, me and Chris every day was just Dr Pepper. So or much Dr, Dr. Dr. Pepper, Mr. Mr Pip. Um, fucking grape Sprite. You fucking love grape soda. Grape soda was the shit. He drank so much. It turned my poo green. Like literally, <laughs> I drank so much my poo was green for like two Sorry. weeks. I think, my, I think a funny drink moment was on the way to South by Southwest. Chris the other the night beforehand bought a two litre bottle of wine. Of course. And then drank <laughs> a little drank a little bit of it, put the cork back on, put it left it in the van. We're driving at like ten a.m. to South by to like park oh, yeah, up I and go do these interviews. The cork just blew off. We're like Chris, like, like the oh, pressure. well I guess I should drink it then. Finishes a whole bottle before we get to South by, and he was fucking hammered. Yeah, but interview useful. Well, yeah, we didn't have, did, did, did play that day, so it was like. Yeah, I watched an interview the other day of South by when all of us did. These, uh, Ollie and Becky are talking, me and Chris just looking at each other, like the background is going, oh, bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so drunk. I should have been in that interview. Uh, yes, because it was like open bars everywhere at South by. It was just like, oh, go to the artist lounge. Oh, there's free Bud Light everywhere. Oh, we'll go here. Bud oh, Light was horrible. Beer. It was like a headache in a bottle. You drink. Bottle after bottle after bottle, you wouldn't feel pissed, but you wake up the next day with a massive headache. I don't yeah. drink beer, so I don't have that problem. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, how was your time in America? Oh. oh! That was really Poor mean. Nick! We did send him Snapchats every day. He's being he's being very polite and yeah. sat in the front of the van. It's just Webby is a dick. <laughs> oh! oh. No, I've actually, I've actually made a deal, <laughs> made a deal with Ollie that if they ever take me to America, I'll shave off my beard and leave my tash for the whole yes. tour. Yes. Yeah. I don't know, for the beginning of the tour, and yeah. then grow it out for the rest. While you're away from yeah. the missus, so she doesn't get too mad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, that would be alright, wouldn't it? <laughs> wow. Ollie, who was it you... Pumped about that, who, who was it you bumped into at South By? Because I saw the oh. hot potato uh, interview thing you did, where you're chucking the camera to one another. Oh, I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, where was that? That was outside the venue that we oh, played yeah. with Neck Deep and State Trail. Oh, we saw two chains walking yeah, around. Yeah, two chains Just like, that was a bit, okay. pretty surreal. Who else did we see or meet? I was like, wanted to see Diary. I wanted to see so many people, but I wasn't 21, so I couldn't get Me and Ollie anywhere. went back to, we had to do some stuff. So we went, but when we walked past the venue, we just like went to him. It's like, all right, he's under 21. If he gets his hands X'd up, can he come in? And they're like, yeah, yeah of course fine. you can, it's fine. We're like, sick. We've got to go do some stuff, then we're going to come back like, in like an hour and then go watch Diary Planet. They're like, yep, fine. So we, what would we do? Spotify thing that I think yeah. And then we came back, these guys wanted to go to sleep. So they went back to where we were staying. Me and Ollie went to the venue. I went in, and then Ollie was behind me, get, got left at the door. I turned around, they're like, yeah, he's not 21. I was like, 
Yeah, but you said if you X up his hand, he could come in. Uh, no. I was like, that guy right there, I'm looking, look, he's looking right at me, he said he can come in. No. So like, oh, brilliant. Shit. So, yeah, I spent my South by going so to we just, so we just, so we just, every night. Oh, bless you, I wanted to, like, because they had, the, like, my dream lineup at, like, this stage, which had, like, Power Trip, Turnstile, Kill Switch Engage. Who else played? I can't remember, but it was just, like, the gnarliest thing. That was, like, the day Nick... Uh, turnovers merch guy got like booted in the pit broke his nose and some yeah. guy reset his nose in the pit yeah like <laughs> he's hot he's oh, if he's that shotgun and didn't make me feel sick that just <laughs> <laughs> that just did what did they say to him it's like have you got adrenaline rushing through you mm. yeah <laughs> uh, like bless him he's he's hard he's, great, yeah. Oh, yeah. he's a cool guy actually yeah I love he's the boy good old Rayfield we're going to bust open this vegetarian hat. Well, no Ollie, I, I did bring two bags, right, guys? <laughs> you, you saw. I did bring two bags. This is like the curry at Sandra's all over again. Well, like, to be fair... I had one I made and I didn't even get a bit of it. Yeah, because Ollie ate it all. To be fair, I wanted Haribo. That's like probably the only thing I've craved since being vegetarian. And then you brought them in and I was like, yes. And then I really ate a lot them. of them. So you've gone vegetarian yes. since, is this a tour thing or no, like since a... I got back from America. <laughs> like, Do you know. feel like it's, it's a really detox? Much healthier though because no, it wasn't, it, wasn't, it wasn't a health thing at all. Like I, I always had like, um, yeah, now the, 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 uh, the, the, I don't know, the mind power of like, I like animals, but I just never did Cookie that laziness. And, and I actually oh, feel motivated to do it for once, so. That's cool, man. I think there I could probably manage a vegetarian diet just on mushrooms. Oh, my stomach oh. is not handling it well. <laughs> Seriously, it like it's like the grape soda all over yeah. again. Yeah. Toured Europe, and all Chris could eat as a vegetarian was chips no, no. or veggie burgers, and it, it made like him go back burger. to meat. Hang on, Chris, you're veggie? No, no he, he went was. back to meat. Oh, you went because back because he did a tour where he could only eat chips for a solid You weren't looking hard enough, mate. So you didn't eat for hours just eating crisps. Don't give me this shit. What's that? Every day in America is crisps and chipotle. So get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I could have eaten better, but I just didn't. Did you guys catch up with Frank when you were in New no. Jersey? No, we, we tried to, but I mean, all of New York's just so hard to do anything, like, because it's so busy and it's like press heavy and it's just a very difficult. We didn't have time. The only reason we got to see the Grand Canyon and stuff was we had <coughs> one day off a week for the first four weeks. The yeah. last two weeks we did 10 shows in a row, one day off. 12 shows, end of tour. So we were literally seeing van, venue, van, venue. That was it. Oh, man. And those long drives as well. You're driving past so many amazing things, like with the... with the Just die. I mean, I've never been on tour. I've never been on tour. Yeah. And, uh, oh. oh, I know. Yeah. Um, but just to drive past... And, and the drives are so much longer as well. You know, yeah. where, when you're on tour in the UK, you can head off at, like... Oh, it's, it's weird, like... You, now now, now on this tour, we're just like, oh, you know, I'm going to sleep the drive. It's like, what's well, only an hour? Like, mm. <laughs> you get to sleep and you wake up, like, in America, like, a six-hour drive. You're like, yes, today's going to be short. Like, we've done... I don't know. We did... I think it wasn't as bad as doing 49 hours to Spain to yeah, start the Tonight that. Alive tour, which was... Yeah, Stroud to Spain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that was In pretty... Two days. <laughs> that was like, I started to like lose the fabric of my mind yeah. after a while. We were just sat eating pasta in a service station. Like, <laughs> using like, our minds. <laughs> so this, this environment, as you can see right now, is a very like boxy, um, you kind of just, 
It's nice for now, but you're sitting here for 49 hours and you kind of it's start to lose so, it. So is this, has this been your home for how long is it? So We've been on tour since 29th of January, give or take a couple of days. Yeah, we did, yeah, we did it in like a smaller setup. Yeah, in America we didn't have any beds or anything. A lot smaller van. It was yeah. just Half like two rows of seats. Me and Bill. Our driver was really good. He liked <coughs> wherever we, if we wanted to go through touristy stuff, mm. or he'd know something to do, so he'd make us leave earlier just so yeah. Yeah, so we, we didn't can do all this shit. Me and Bill mind, figured like, out well, like, we, he drove eight hours out the way to Grand Canyon, so yeah. he was an absolute boy. He like me and Bill figured out the perfect snuggling position on our bench as well, so it was it was quite plain. Web made a mistake. <laughs> 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 Never sit next to Becky. 80% of the bench was Becky and I had a little bit. And she'd get pissy when I said she had some new bags. Every day I was like, oh, I've lost this, I've lost that. It's like, well, I've got two bags. So in one, one of those places, you had like 20 bags. I was nice. I did let you sleep on <coughs> my lap a bunch of times and give you the sunglasses. Me and Ollie had it down. Yeah, mate. We had like all our bags in the back. Like, you know, we just snuggled all the time. Just pure loving. So... Becky, can we talk about Mark Coppers? Oh, like, I've been dying to talk about this with you. I'm just, I'm getting comfortable for this now. <laughs> so, for those of you who, like, this this is actually, we're, we're going to talk about your experience with Mark Coppers. I'm not just saying, let's talk about Mark Coppers randomly, so. He's good. Ca He's a man. <laughs> Ca California? Yes, yeah. we stayed... Uh, with Eric Tobin, who's the boss at Hopeless, he's like in charge of us. We stayed with him for three days, was it? Yeah, yeah. And um, we were playing some shows, and we'd been meaning to meet up with Mark for a while, and it never happened. I can't yeah. remember, we were in different places, yeah, he was in a different place. I mean, we were always and place. then we happened to be in the same place just for one morning. He, and was, flying back. <laughs> he was flying back to England, and um, Megan, the person we were out with at the time who also works for Hopeless sent Mark a picture of Billy's blink tattoo on his leg and um, got conversation going and then it was like oh so you're going for breakfast with Mark Hoppers tomorrow and we were like okay. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it didn't really hit until I saw him walk around the corner yeah. and this alleyway and I was like oh cool that's him right there. Like, yeah. it's, it's one of those moments where I think I've ever met a person where my heart feels like it's going out of my chest. But then, like, you spend two minutes with him, and, and it's, it's like you, you've just, like, hung out with your best mate. Talking about years. films you went to see with his wife. It was yeah, yeah, it's just like... He's about movies and had a coffee. Complete and sweetheart. And, yeah. and, like, Beck's, like, Beck's pedals got misplaced for the, for the night, because we thought they'd been robbed, but they just got misplaced. Mm -hmm. And uh, we told Mark, and Mark literally said, oh, I've got all these at my house, I'll go pick them up and you can borrow them, just drop yeah. them back off. Like, That's fucking ace. Absolute yeah. sweetheart. And, like, Which was nice, because I would have hated it if you meet somebody you've always kind of looked up to and then they're a complete asshole, but he was, he was like, so down-to-earth. Considering how, you know, he's... Famous guy. Yeah. Like he could be a dick. Like all of us have like grown up listening yeah. to Blink, like just a bit strange. You know, someone that's like influenced you so many different ways has just sat across the table from you like <laughs> Yeah, hi. So if someone listens to <coughs> a Milktooth record mm -hmm. so yeah. if someone listens to Vile Child, so uh, obviously over so how long have you guys been a band now? Three Almost years? three Six, years. At least a week. <laughs> so you're celebrating three years at the Kerrang Awards this year? Yeah. Yes. Oh, those cocktails are going to kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be in a suit as well, so it's just going to be a bit of a mess. But, so, yeah. I think obviously the sound that you guys had on Vile Child has kind of, it, it's it's feel like it's been a bit of a, like a build up and evolution at this point. So, yeah. when you listen to <coughs> Smiling Politely, 
Um, and I'm sorry if you feel left out on this one. But oh, I, love, I some... love that record. Yeah. Since I came out, I liked it. It, it felt... So I think the, the thing you notice the most is obviously the vocals. Mm -hmm. I think it's pretty tough to kind of ignore everything that's been going on with you guys the past few months. We won't talk about it so much, yeah, but yeah. Um, it definitely felt more like... Um, it felt predominantly <coughs> uh, led vocal-wise uh, vocal by Josh. Mm. Mm. And then Sad Sack mm -hmm. was... Uh, sort of the, the balance between the two. There was more yeah. more push and pull, and actually like a contrast between yours and Josh's voices. Yeah. And then you get to Vile Child, and I know obviously Josh recorded the album with you, yeah. but there are tracks on the record which are like I don't want to call them like Josh tracks or whatever, oh, yeah. but like get you can a clue. Definitely hear the difference of songs yeah. that yeah. Yeah, That's because the writing switch, like, Smiling Politely, Josh had pretty much written that whole EP himself before we'd all kind of joined. Well, with Chris as well. No, but I mean, like, he'd written all the words and yes. stuff for that. Thank you. Sad Sack was more me and him mixed, mm. like, lyric-wise. And then Vile Child, like, me and Chris sat down and wrote the majority of that record. Everyone so forgets about the first, first EP, though. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, 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 sorry, have, have I missed an EP? Oh, no, like... <laughs> me wouldn't like because me and Josh like Milksy was a two piece to start like a weird hardcore mashup shit thing. We released an EP called Fuck, which very quickly came down again. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that, that reminds me. Talk you know, you know the band that. Buck Cherry. Yeah, they've released an EP called Fuck. Yeah, and they copied. Yeah, yeah I, sh I shit you not. The last song on that EP is called Fist Fuck. Every every oh. song oh. has the word fuck in it, right? Oh, man. So anyway, back to back to Vilechild, but yeah. yeah. So you got the you got the I, I'm putting like I'm putting this in kind of shameful inverted comments, but you have got the Josh tracks like Get a Clue and um, what's the name of the last track on the record? Sun Baby. Sun Baby. Um, and then the sort of the lion's share of the record is again shameful inverted comments Becky tracks. Mm. So you listen you listen to like. Smiling politely or sad sack, and you would have never known that Blink One Eight Two was like the band, one of the bands that you guys kind of grew mm. up with. And I think Vilechild is the most brilliant way to sort of shift the the because I, I don't know to kind of shift the grunge tag, yeah, as it were. It wasn't God. intentional. Yeah, like we got mm. like instantly pigeonholed as like a Nirvana band and it was just like it's because at that, that time there was a huge 90s what? revival in fashion again as well and mm -hmm. music and fashion but tend to go hand in hand and i think they could have easily put us in you are assigned to now do this forever and like we always had more genre influences and more strings to our bow than just that we it's never, just that first ep was more of a grunge we never like we never like, just sat down and like oh you know right songs like this is what comes no, naturally yeah i kind of get what you mean with the whole 90s revival thing but the album does sound in places 90s 90s mm. as fuck but not grunge no yeah. i think with tracks like berg drop and crow's feet it's a, it's a fucking pop record yeah, in places yeah. and so I think this is where you come in, Billy. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> hi, how are you? How great. And to us, like, we don't see pop as something that's shameful. We've always said we yeah. want to be the noisiest pop band that exists. Yeah, like, I think the influences in this band are definitely, like, not everything, what... Really. Yeah, everything. Like, we'll listen to... Like, if you could listen to our playlist on our mm. Spotify, like, you'll just see that we're all definitely very different and very similar in what we like. And, like, we're never shameful of any sort of side mm. of influence, like, pop, metal, hardcore jazz, reggae, whatever you yeah. want to fucking throw pop in. Pop means popular, pop is catchy, it yeah. means yeah. melody, and we, why would you not want melody in your songs? And yeah, so, 
Yeah. Is this kind of where you're going yeah, with, the, with the with um, the with the yeah. so, like? Because have you have you guys been writing? Uh, yeah, some bobs. We've been pretty busy, so it's kind of hard to. Like, yeah. yeah. I've been writing since Bar Child has been recorded, really. I think it's like now that the lineup's cemented, and like now the lineup's cemented, and now like everything's kind of in place. I think we're very excited for album yeah, two. Yeah, we can't just, really Yeah, it's just like I think it's just gonna be. We jammed some stuff fun. out in car park in Florida. Yeah, <laughs> that's what. It's the best. It's the best place to. Yeah, I think as soon as we get off this, it's gonna be like working hard. So. Yeah. And so, Billy. Hello. Um, <laughs> so, so <laughs> obviously, before you joined the band at the start of the year, you were in um, you were in hindsights. Yeah. What ha- what happened with hindsights, man? Hindsight. Like, if we can deviate from <laughs> in, in hindsight, what happened? To hindsight? Yeah. What what happened? Because our fault. Just yeah. to clarify. No, the things were apart. Um, I just ran its course, I think. You know, it's. Carried on, it carried on trying to do stuff, and it wasn't really going as far as it wasn't going where the, all of us wanted it to go. So it kind of hit a stop, and so you know, all of us were talking about stopping it or leaving, but no one actually said anything. And one day I sort of woke up and was like, oh, you know what, fuck this. Like, I'm nothing against it, nothing against yeah. the guys, but you know, the band itself just ran its course. So then, Billy was going to guitar tech for us on the yeah. Tonight Alive tour because he said Hindsight's is coming to an end, can I come and tour with you anyway? And we were going to have Bill as a tech. Yeah. So it's just funny how things worked out. But I just wanted to come on tour because I talked to these guys before Load, and I wasn't. I knew it wasn't going to be in Hindsight's anymore, so I was like, oh, I don't want to do nothing. The thing is, have you? <coughs> did you Did you know what you were going to let yourself in for with... Well, we, said to, we said to Bill, we were like, right, so you've got, you've got like days. a month to learn all our songs and then we're going away for three months to Europe, America and then headline tour. Tell your girlfriend, quit your job and yeah, sorry. <laughs> Chris, I think Chris's words where he rang me one day because we were trying to figure out visa things. He rang me one day and he goes, well, I've got some good news and bad news. I was like, okay, what's the good news? He's like, um, your visas are approved for America. I was like, oh, brilliant. He goes, I was like, what's the bad news? He's like, you've got to save up a lot of money very quickly. <laughs> I had like two weeks. Yeah. I was like, oh, great. You had like, you kind of knew that you might get asked to fill in because I'd mentioned it to you before, yeah, Hannah. Yeah. I'd said to Bill, I was like, me and Chris had already figured out Josh was going. Like, it wasn't like any big Yeah, I think we were talking on Facebook, weren't we? Yeah, we figured it out a while ago and I said, Bill, if <coughs> Josh were to leave, we're kind of waiting for it to happen, what would you, you know, would you want in? And you said yes. And it was only going to be a, like, filling in... Oh, no, nah, like, we, we always was, wanted him, mate. We he's always a, he's a member, yeah. but... You just couldn't say it at the time. Yeah, we couldn't <laughs> say it at the time. Like, and now it's official? The thing that I like about is it... Is it? Yeah. yeah. Has, You're it, right? has it been announced? I don't think you physically announced it. Unofficially yeah, official. Yeah. Unofficially official. <laughs> but, like, it's nice that... To the internet, people, it's not official. Like, it's someone that supported our band from the start and has toured with us countless times before. It's they not like a fucking change to us, you know what I mean? It was first like, choice. Yeah. I was begging, like, as soon as I like we got that inkling that Josh was going to go, I was like, please say yes. Because yeah. <laughs> we wanted Billy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... First choice. And he said That's yes, right. so it all worked he's, out all right. And I think... Obviously, with your, with your vocals, like obviously Josh Josh's vocals, it had that contrast. Uh, you know, with Becky's vocals, it was very uh, very guttural mm-hmm. and raspy and very very vicious in mm. places. Yeah. But you have a lot more melody to your vocals, and it kind of, you know, while that push and pull and the contrast and all those sort of things that you know. Uh, 
worked with uh, Josh and Becky's vocals kind of in tandem, it it kind of works even better, even though there's less of a contrast, doesn't there? Yeah, so. I feel like now we, me and Becky can we do, me and Becky love doing harmonies with each other. We do on almost every we listen to a song in the van. I mean, how we sit there doing harmonies. That's <coughs> what. Billy's a triple yeah. threat. Billy can play guitar really well. He can sing really well, Thank and you. he can do all the shouty stuff Josh did anyway. So it's like better. even better, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Because he can, he's capable of more. And, and he likes Star Wars. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Complimented me on my Rebel Alliance tattoo earlier. Mm. Have you got any Star Wars tattoos? I don't. I've been meaning to. I've run out of money. <laughs> yeah, we've but I have one. I have won a Star Wars shirt to play in every day, every show since January. So every day. But every show we've played since January, I've won that Star Wars shirt. Yeah, Minus literally. Minus one in London. Last night I didn't wear it. What did you wear? Uh, Element shirt. Oh yeah. What? <laughs> well, you guys are a pop band now, so you know. Yeah. You say that like we've got, <laughs> we've got jack shit. <laughs> so yeah, that that shirt's seen better days, is it? Yeah. Oh, probably still. I wash it after every tour, but you know, in America, after like thirty-nine shows, it, there was like this white mark around my chest here, and all it was like. Is that where your pecs are? I was like, no, it's where my hair sits. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh. a, that's a compliment, no, it's just where my hair lies. <laughs> and it was. Packing for America was a fucking nightmare because it was six and a half weeks of four seasons in one country. So we were like, "How the fuck do we pack?" Yeah, we, we thought it was gonna be. We thought it was gonna be like really like cold. Freezing I didn't know that day at Crater Lake. Was that was the only day freezing. it was actually really cold. The rest yeah. of the days I was never. Any... It rained twice in a month and a half. Two days. I came back to England and it was pissing down. I was happy. I was like, <laughs> "Thank fuck for that." A bit of grey. Why not? You know, there's only enough sun I can take before it hurts. Are, are the rest of you Star Wars fans at all? Yeah, yeah. I'm more like. In fact, first, first time when Hindsight's first started My selling merch, when we first got our shirts printed, I used to send it off. I think Chris was one of the first people to buy a shirt. So <coughs> I drew this little Star Wars. I think I drew Darth Vader or something like that. Put my time up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, so yeah, I was just. A, Sends Chris Star Wars shit of every match he's in. I was watching Fellowship of the Ring this morning. Mate, I need to do the trilogy when I get home. And the Hobbits as well. I just, I don't know, Star Wars is great, but Lord of the Ring takes it for me. I'm very quiet now. You get There is definitely. with that, you know? Like, I'd say there's a lot of pros. By the way, Nick's on the mic now. Nick on the mic. Are you the person that told me that? One of them stole a plot from the other or something. No. no. Oh, somebody else. I can't remember. Probably Zandra. Yeah. I think they've both got a lot of pros. There's not many cons on, on either, either of them. But, but like, they're both like great films. And people comparing them, I think it's just because they're like two series. That yeah. Have, yeah. yeah. I've done like, you know, say three films and then I've done some prequels. And it's like people instantly compare, but then it's also just like they're, they're all, awesome they're all great. Like, do, you, do you think they could do what they've done with Star Wars now with Lord of the Rings? Because yeah, I know. Three, I think all the Lord of the Rings films are great. I, I, the prequels of Star Wars are shit. I, I, so. I really like the Hobbit films as well. I, I think they dragged it a little Hobbit, bit. It's, it's one book and they made it into three. It wasn't even a big book though. either. But the thing is, saying that, the ho all the Hobbit they films were solid. Even though it was only a little book, like I was thoroughly entertained. We are fully immersed into a like a full debate now on the Hobbit. So many voices dying left to right. But Billy, you were saying prequels are shit. What do you mean? What happened in Attack of the Clones? Nothing. I was talking about this. With, I was talking about this with the guys. I've got one more. One one name for you. Jar Jar Binks. That's episode one, dude. Still prequels. 
<laughs> I was talking about this. He's, with, um, a, he's in all of them. It just uh, does make as much a bit of, much of an appearance. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's no, still no, an that's idiot. true. He is, he is episode two, he actually. From, yeah, it's yeah. Kind of like, off. He goes from being a complete like he's, idiot that's just conveniently lucky to like you know someone really important. You're like, yeah, how the fuck? I, does... I understand, but like. Literally everything he does in the first one is well is luck unless you look into the Darth yeah. Jar Jar theory. But he's a fucking Darth. idiot. Shut up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no, I liked Revenge of the Sith isn't too bad. Yeah, that's it. Like, I, I think it. that's I think that's decent actually. But I'd go so far. I don't I don't mind. Oh um, Phantom of the Menace. But I think I just really hate Hayden Christensen. Yeah, yeah, he, he, was, he was terrible. I, he is, like I really, like, I really like Ewan McGregor as well, Ewan McGregor. Ewan but McGregor's him and that was pretty shit. While while me and Billy and Nick are emerged in a so Star Wars space, Webby is trying to face fuck Ollie. Yeah. <laughs> it's just pretty warm in here oh, now. I'm sweaty. So where can uh, people go to see all the latest sort of milk teeth news? Google. We're, <laughs> <laughs> we're on Facebook. everything. We're on Facebook. <laughs> We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. You can subscribe to our newsletter. <laughs> you have a newsletter? No, of course you don't. No. <laughs> we should do um, now. I wish they still did like the postal newsletters where you could actually like... We do give carrier them. pigeons. Just give a serious <laughs> like Harry Potter. used to get letters with pens in them. No. No? no? Who was sending you pens? That felt like a weird Kent thing. No, I think it was, it was, do you have like a sugar daddy when you were like... <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't like, read the letters because the ink had leaked all over it. You got away from it, but... I was just so my parents would always get like letters through, and I'd feel it, and there'd be a pen in it. Oh, you're a bit weird. So many mate. pens. <laughs> Good one. Abandoned on pens. Fire in the booth, Nick Suchak. Yeah. <laughs> shush. Shush. You know, even listening back to that numerous times while editing is still ridiculously entertaining. That was Milk Teeth. Uh, on the Bitch and Brew podcast. Their debut album is called Vile Child, and it's out now on Hopeless Records. Uh, if you get the chance, go out and see them live this summer. They're at Why Not Festival, they're at Reading and Leeds, they're at Bestival, and a bunch of others. They're also supporting Thrice in London next month at the O2 Forum in Kentish Town. Um, and they're also doing a load of shows in mainland Europe towards the end of the year. So you can find all the deets for those shows on the band's Facebook. It's just facebook.com forward slash milk teeth punks. Punk spelt P-U-N-X, obviously. Uh, shout out to Nick Suchak as well, the gorgeous man that he is. Uh, show some love for Anabasis Media because he's been working on some really awesome stuff with loads of other bands as well, like Creeper and Muskets, who you may remember from episode two. So go to Nick's Facebook page and give him a like as well. It's facebook.com forward slash Anabasis Media. Anabasis is spelt A-N-A-B-A-S-I-S. Um, thanks again for listening, everyone, and for being so patient while waiting for this podcast. Believe me, I felt the anguish, and now it just feels so good to get stuck back into this. Uh, don't forget to subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud. Uh, I'm also looking to launch this podcast due to popular demand on Acast at some point as well, so stay tuned for more details on that. Um, I don't really do what some other podcasts do with like premium packages and stuff, uh, not now anyway, but if you want to leave uh, like a cool comment on SoundCloud or a nice review on iTunes, genuinely it really helps. Uh, share it with all your friends on uh, social media, that would be freaking awesome. 
this is just something I do in my spare time, along with my blog, Randon's Reviews. So go and check that out over at uh, randonsreviews.blogspot.com. Uh, Facebook for me is facebook.com forward slash randonsreviews. And I'm on Twitter and Instagram as well, just at Danny underscore Randon for both of them. Uh, luckily, you won't have to wait an eternity for episode number five of Bitch and Brew, because like I said at the beginning... I'm not going to be chatting to just bands and musicians on here. Uh, the ne- next episode, we'll be going a little bit deeper into the music industry by chatting to Connor P. Laws, who's the co-founder of Failure by Design Records. It's one of my favourite UK labels around at the moment. They've put out some really amazing music from the likes of Weather State, Acid Tongue, Gunshy, uh, also Boston Manor in the past. So make sure you go and check out the Failure by Design roster before the next episode goes live. Uh, until then, that's it from me. And I know I quoted Randy Quaid at the beginning, but to quote another legend to close this out, in the words of DJ Casper, I'm out of here, y'all. Peace! <laughs>